I am thrilled and honored to have on the podcast two very special guests, one of whom I've talked with before, and the other is brand new to the show. I'm going to let them introduce themselves real quick. <laughs> I'm Nicole. Sarah. And Nicole, you play in Black Ends. I do. And Sarah. Antonioni. Antonioni. And you all have met in person before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All the time. All the time. We're always meeting. Yep. We met. <laughs> I met. I think I met you. I always bring this show up because it's one of the best fucking. I have this plan where I just letting you know and throwing it out there for whoever's yeah. listening. I want to fucking document uh, almost every show I've played or and or been to. I say this, but I haven't started. But uh, that night was a great show night because I went to Connor Byrne and it was Coach Phillips EP release. Oh, yeah. That was which a great show. They're amazing. It mm-hmm. was a great show. They played or they they were releasing and then Apples with Moya, I think they're called, mm-hmm. were playing. And that's like some of the members of Great Grandpa and uh, a couple, um, I think uh, the guitar player from Cumulus and then uh, I can't remember her name, but the the other girls in there. A great like super group. And then Black Ends was opening, and I'd never, I don't think I'd seen you all, but I, you know, when bands start playing and you kind of see their names popping mm-hmm. up on yeah. show posters, and you're like, oh, who's that? Who's that? And then, uh, so I finally saw you guys, and it was just, yeah, it was like fucking good as fuck. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no wonder. <laughs> then I ran over to Tractor, I think after, after some of Apples with Moya, ran over, so you and then Apples. Ran over to the tractor. Tres Leches, I saw them for the oh, first yeah, time that awesome. night, too. Yeah. Wow. And then Spirit Award was right after Tres Leches. Wow. I think Spirit Award. Some other band. Maybe it wasn't Spirit Award. And then it went back. So, yeah, that was a good that was a good show night. Shout out to Tres Leches. Shout out yeah. to Spirit Award. Shout out to, we just dropped, we just name dropped a whole name bunch dropped, of bands right yeah. there. <laughs> Coach Phillips. Yeah, that was a great night. And that's one of those nights at the Connor Byrne, too, when you're there and when I was there. And like you just see the crowds full of people you know, other musicians, and that's when you're like, this is going to be a good night. When was that? Pre-pandemic, like two right? years ago. Yeah, mid- yeah. yeah, like a year before the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Nicole, when did you start playing shows around Seattle? Um, like when I first moved here, I I usually played in Bremerton in like two, okay. 2018, like August. We had a, a different drummer. And we played in like Bremerton a lot. Our first Seattle show was, um, uh, I think it was like, actually, I think it was um, like July or something. And I met Johnny at that show. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's our first <laughs> house show. Oh, what house was it? It was like, a, it's an old, it's not a venue anymore, mm-hmm. but but um, our, it was our old drummer's house. And I met Johnny there and I was like, that guy's cool. <laughs> Johnny is cool. He is cool. Bremerton. Wow. Did you live over there? No, I oh, lived okay. in Federal Way, but okay. But um, yeah, that's where we were playing for a while. Did you have to take a ferry over there? I I drove. Okay. Right around. It took a loop. while though. Yeah, through Tacoma. Yeah. It's the worst rush hour. Yeah, it sucks. I feel like I've played in Bremerton. I can't. I get it mixed up with another place across the ferry land. Oh yeah. I don't remember. It's badass though. <laughs> How does it feel to be playing shows again? It feels great. I feel Have really good playing? about it. Oh, well, not. Well, I mean, I play Bandit Seattle, but. Oh, nice. that's right. I saw but that, but yeah. It feels good to like, it, like it's happening. Right. It's going to happen. So 
Yeah, live streams are like a totally different world from yeah, all this stuff. It's yeah, like, they are. You know, I mean, I mean, I was grateful to them while they were around, but after like we played that Blade Palace show at Drunkies a couple of weeks ago, and, mm-hmm. and experiencing that out there again, I was mm-hmm. just like, nothing. I can't, I can't that. go back to. That. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do live streams again. It's gonna yeah. be like shows are buzz for me. I think yeah, at this point, me too. I would be, but we did. I booked a live stream when I wasn't sure if shows were coming back yet. Oh, okay. yeah. So we do have yeah. one in August, but. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I well, I won't talk smack about live streams. <laughs> Playing them, I remember not feeling great. I don't yeah. enjoy the feeling of playing and then no one's... Uh, you're performing, but no one is giving you that energy back. Mm-hmm. There's no reaction. And then you can't kind of play yeah. off it. Yeah, it's, a yeah. Hard, it's harder for sure. It's just very different, very different from what we're used to, I think doing this stuff. I know for me, just very different from the reasons I got into this. Like I started playing music cause I liked connecting with people around me. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, I don't know, live streams. It's like I'm staring into a camera and I'm like, okay, I guess this is people, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. it's such a different feeling being on stage. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what that's like. <laughs> I kind of don't either. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. Well, this is a really good way to come back though, because I like. I mean, I know I'm going to be out at that Nemo show on Thursday. Nice. And I'm just, okay. oh, I'm just so looking forward to it. I feel oh, like it's going to be like I. I don't even. I don't want to anticipate it too much because I don't want to psych y'all Me out. Because I know you got on stage. <laughs> you got to get on stage mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, man, we should have done this interview post show. <laughs> <laughs> like right after the show, or yeah, like, oh, next no. time I'll set up in the green room. Yeah, like after if anybody still wants to talk by then, but I think it shows we usually Hell just want to no. party by the time we get off stage. Yeah, I want to eat usually when we get off stage. Seattle dogs though. No, well, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, I want to eat specifically the tofu sandwich from Bok Bok. Oh, Ooh, so good. Ooh, that is a good one. I love tofu. Same. It's good. Tofu's great. So good. That's your favorite post-show meal. I think my favorite of all time post-show meal would be going to get nachos at um, <laughs> uh, Matador. Because okay. if you play the sunset, yeah, yeah, just walk right over across the street. Matador. Right. That's smart. Get nachos for yeah. five bucks. That place is good. That was that was uh, the old days. I don't even know if that Matador is still there. Really? I think they moved. I think they moved. Okay. I'll have to look it up. Have they moved? I know the new El Baracho is supposed to be opening up over there. Mm. And that's supposed to be all plant-based menu. Oh, see, that's my jam. I'm not a meat yeah. person. I don't enjoy meat. I don't eat meat. That and the one in Pike Place, I think, is already open now. But they brought both those back. Because I remember like yeah. No Bones Beach Club, rest in uh-huh. peace. Oh, man. They, cl- yep. like, they closed that one down. Yeah. But then like three like new vegan spots popped up in Ballard. Mm. You know, you got Cycle Dogs. Um, I think the shelter is all plant-based now. The menu, Ooh. which like that tripped me out when I saw that. I was like, whoa. Like, Never been there. Yeah. I love vegan food though. That's definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got off topic there with show. Oh, I don't know <laughs> what we were talking about. Uh, we did talk about astrology earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah. We I'm were an talking Aries. about that. You're an Aries. Shana Shepard was just talking to me about this on another episode. Oh, really? I'm, I'm still I'm I'm learning. I'm getting schooled on yeah. it because I feel like everybody I hadn't talked to is like <laughs> all up on the astrology game, and I'm the only one who's not. <laughs> just Google it, dude. Google it. You'll find all the answers. Oh, I'm too lazy to even do that. I'm just really lazy in yeah. that way. Yeah. You don't need it in your life. I mean, in my opinion, that's you can she, take it yeah. or leave it. That's what yeah. Shana said too. Yeah. But everybody keeps talking to me about it. So it's like, apparently I don't need it in my life, but also everybody <laughs> knows this except me. Well, you so. were a Virgo? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, I know nothing but just like the surface level stuff. And my best friend is a Virgo. Austin, who's also my best friend, is a Virgo. I've found in my experience very sweet and kind for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just having like a mental blank here right now. I don't blame you. I feel like this whole fucking two years has been like a series of mental blanks for me. There's that. And then there's like the heat that's got my brain zapped as of the last two days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. we've all. I'm so tired right now. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody. everybody. Yeah. Everybody here has all been living out of like hotels for a day or two Mm -hmm. or something like that. But, uh, but getting back to band stuff, I mean, Sarah, you started Antonioni in 2015. How has that evolved for you in terms of being in a band, performing live on stage for people? I mean, I'm always, I, uh, this summer I was teaching um, songwriting and uh, music business. Yeah. And I was telling, because a lot of my students were adults who have never written a song or played. And so, you know, they ask that question a lot. And my biggest thing for me was just playing. So I had years of just playing open mics like uh, a show every now and then, but mainly open mics. Cause I definitely needed, you know, to, to get uh, that experience, I guess, behind my belt mm-hmm. and the yeah. community aspect of open mics from, from the years I was doing it, man, I met some of the best fucking people, like people I still know, like Greg uh, yeah. from Restless Prince um, and oh, uh, Greg is great. Bobby Zor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Craig from uh, Happy Heartbreak and and so many other people. Shout out to Craig. Uh, I love him. Love him. But um, just playing open mics was a big part of my life for a long time. And that's actually how I met Austin, our guitar players. I was playing like a show slash open mic kind of hybrid night. Um, And yeah, and then it still took me years to develop any sort of like real confidence to be like the person at the front of a band, you know? who's not just hiding behind an acoustic guitar and strumming like it. Um, uh, when it comes to like how I learned how to do that, one person who was really fucking helpful was Guy from Acid Tongue. Shout out to Guy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just name dropping <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> no, but uh, he, yeah. he helped me so much when we were first starting out. Well, one thing that we did as a band and that I did is I saw out people who were a little bit higher than me in terms of like experience yeah. and like kind of were where I wanted to be. And I just talked to them and asked them for advice. So like I, I went to a, right when I started the band, I went to this KEXP night where just about like starting a band and the people from Taco Cat and um, Thunder Pussy were there yeah. talking about starting a band. So I got to talk to them. But Guy, he he's, his piece of advice to me was just to play as much as I can and play as much as we could. So yeah, we played fucking a lot. And then I, it was almost like I finally felt like I was, I was getting decent and then show shut down. It almost yeah. felt that way. But I think, <laughs> I think the real truth of it, at least for me, is that I, I, it's not like there's some pinnacle I'm trying to reach where I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm the best front person I could be. But it's more like, I just feel like there's always more you could learn. Yes. And there's always somewhere that you could maybe change or try something new yeah. and just being open to that too, I think maybe quote unquote better, like as a performer, just knowing Mm -hmm. that I'm never going to be, uh, perfect, but, uh, I can still learn. Like, I don't know. There's a fine line where 
I don't think it's healthy to be super critical of yourself. I'm just now I just feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> but yeah, just just trying to learn and play yeah. and play as much as I could. Um, and now it's like when it was all taken away. Yeah. And now that's coming back. Well, Nicole knows. I mean, I talked about like I'm never fucking playing again. I'm just <laughs> quitting music. But like those thoughts are real, you know, when, yeah, I, when I had them. Yeah. Like, I think I've I had like, those, those thoughts about three or four too. times in my life at various times. Yeah. Yeah. And th- there's so much that goes into it because cause, cause it's like, it's almost like, you, at least for me, I was starting to question like how much of this is just fucking ego. Like, do I mm. really need to put myself on fucking stage? Mm. But then you're like, you reach a point where you're just like, at least for me, like I had to be honest with myself, like, yeah, there's probably no way I could not play music. Like I could probably go out. I always like to reference Breaking Bad, you know, when, yeah. uh, have you seen Breaking Bad? Oh, I love Breaking Bad. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so good. Obsessed. Let's just turn this into Breaking Bad podcast. <laughs> when he has to go, you know, chain, uh, spoiler alert, when he has to like, you know, change his, his name or whatever and like go live in the woods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, I would fucking love to do that. Just go live in the woods and have some weirdo come bring me food. But I'd still want to play. Like I'd still want to make music. Anyways. Yeah. 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 I don't That's know. how I feel too. Yeah. It's like this. It's Yeah. It's like almost like an instinctive drive to yeah. do it. But then there's also like the, the, the method method what's the word I'm looking for methodology yeah yeah just like the i got you the practicing of actually doing it it's a weird thing to have your passion become your hobby become your career yeah but still your passion but then you're trying to make money and yeah capitalism kills it sure does trying to juggle all those things yeah on my acoustic guitar i have a sticker it says capitalism is a death cult (laughs) it's a good one yeah it's a good one i recommend i got off etsy yeah. I don't remember the artist's name, but yeah. I mean, I know I've had like probably again, like three or four occasions in my life where I've just said like, Oh, I'm done with music or I'm like going and trying other things. And yeah. then that's always the time where I know somebody who's like starts up a new band and they're just like, Oh, you want to play drums? I'm like, ah, they got me back in this. Yeah. Man. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. I almost, I think at this point in my life, I almost have to see how the movie ends. You know, mm-hmm. like I've just, I've been in it so long mm-hmm. and doing it so much. It's just like, man, I can't stop now. You know, like, yeah, I man. get that. But I think I think that's like a place where I find growth too. You know that what you talk about, like with growing and stuff like that. That's also what keeps it interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know that like you never really reach that thing that you're chasing in your head. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, you know that it's always like it's always something new, and you wake up every day and it's always like, wow, man, like what could I do today? Like what's what's gonna happen? Like you know, you know, you don't really know. Like the day when you have that finality about it, like that's the day when you're just like, okay, fuck this. Like I'm done, you know, <laughs> or take a break or something. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think some of the, the quote unquote best artists, at least the ones that I, I've always looked up to, there was always change. Yeah. And sometimes I think that's hard, especially when you're a fan from the outside. Yeah. But I think as I've, as I've been in it and gotten older and seen, I'm like, okay, I can see why they, they changed up their sound for this album. Like, of course they're not going to be just playing the hits all the time evolution yeah. like mm-hmm. taking things to like you know, just that next space i mean speaking of which that new antonioni record though like so good st oh, thank you holy yeah. shit thank like, you when i was listening to that thing i mean like mary bell and then 
I mean, mouth breather, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going all over the place on that record. Sonically, like, you you worked with, remind me of the process with that, where you recorded for that. Well, uh, a couple of the songs, Mary Bell and Puck, were recorded with Rick Hogue at Mysterious okay. Red X, yeah. who I highly recommend because he's fucking awesome. Mysterious Red X doing the yeah. thing right now. He also did the Happy Times, Sad Times last nice. album. Okay. Sounds so good. Yeah. And then the rest of the album we did with Nick at... Um, uh, the unknown in Anacortes. Yeah, yeah. Which is a really cool spot. It's like a Johnny wants to record there one day. Yeah, yeah. y'all yeah. should because it's beautiful. It's like an old church, um, and so it's like nice and big and reverby. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. The live room there looks absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. It is. Um, so yeah, we did the the rest of the album there, recording. Yeah, man. I mean, it just yeah, that whole thing just gelled so much sonically every time i listen to it now even on the car even on the playlist and stuff like that it's like i'll I'll get to antonioni in like my main it's a spotify playlist i have called seattle bands that aren't fleet foxes band of horses or sunny day real estate it's like all of like i have antonioni and lafonda there but antonioni it's like one of those things when i get to that record i just want to skip from that playlist and just go like straight to st and just throw that thing on thank you you it's like it's it's been a i mean i think it goes without saying you know these have been the weirdest yeah. strangest hardest fucking mm. times but putting out the album during that time I, it's almost like it's almost like it's not real or i don't know yeah, like it, it, it yeah, was yeah. yeah it was it was odd and in some ways slightly horrifying to be doing it all just while sitting you know at home alone it was yeah honestly it was fucked up so mm-hmm. i'm just glad that it's out there and i'm excited to make more music yeah. Are you all recording, by the way? Because I, I think I saw you. We have, on we have a Insta. couple of new songs happening, but we're, we want to record an album, but we haven't yeah. we haven't like done that yet. Sorry, yeah. sorry. By the way, sorry. I'm like about to fall asleep. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know why I don't know why I'm so tired. But Are you comfy. I'm I'm comfy. Yeah, I guess that's why. why. Yeah, the studio we're in today had nice furniture. <laughs> I wanted to make sure, so you, but, know, um, you got that base covered. The the furniture's too good now because the <laughs> guests are falling asleep. So, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're we're gonna we're working on recording an, an album, so I'm really excited about that. Gosh. Yeah. Is there's this one song I love by you guys that's um. Oh, oh, the music video is so, and the song is so Stay good. Evil. Stable? No, it, it's uh, it's not on the album. Is it When I'm Alone? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Is that going to be on? Oh, yeah, that's yes. going to be on the album. Yeah. Damn, I thought I was going to kill it with I, that guess. Right <laughs> Stay Evil now, like, When I'm Alone. I, I might, <laughs> I, I feel like it maybe, maybe it's borderline annoying how much I talk about you guys. or maybe to other people but it's like i think that that's one of the best fucking music videos i've seen like from uh the uh uh what when i'm alone Mm -hmm. so good and you can't stop watching it that's how i feel when i watch it and and the song is so fucking evocative that's my favorite song to play live that's like okay my favorite song to play i can feel it i love it so much i'm really proud of that one johnny's johnny's drumming is so good on it yeah it's so good (laughs) <laughs> that song is great. I can't Thank wait. You. Honestly, that what whatever you're gonna do with that album, <laughs> it's gonna be major. It's gonna be big. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do because it's gonna be fucking good. <laughs> Thanks, and I'm not Sarah. just talking. Yeah, I'm not just <laughs> kissing ass. Like I'm being for real because that song is really good. Thank you. Yeah. 
This is a beautiful really mutual good. support group <laughs> that we have going before the show. On I Thursday. just love their music. Yeah, I, I love so their music. Good. Thank you. This, yeah. yeah, yeah. And being and being totally real, like yeah, yeah. I, I think when you're a musician and you've spent so much time around so many musicians, at least for me, I just kind of stopped telling people I liked their music if I don't. <laughs> Yeah. If I don't like yeah. it, I'm just like, hey, yeah. I, I don't, sometimes I don't even yeah. say nice set. I don't yeah. care if I come across like a bitch. I'm not yeah, going yeah. yeah. to. I'm not going to. No, you shouldn't. I'm not going to blow smoke up people's asses. For sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because also I feel like it takes away from if I'm trying to be genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. like you and uh, uh, Rakoma and whoever, whatever bands I talk about that I love, yeah. it's like that shit's real. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that album's going to be really good. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. hope so. I really hope so. I think it's going to be cool. We're going to, I think we're going to record with Jack and Dino. Ooh. Yeah. That's big ass stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Did, did you recorded with him before? We recorded in Johnny's basement, but he like mixed and mastered. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. We record all that by ourselves and like. Did he record Bleach? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He so did record Bleach. That's my, that's one of my favorite so albums best. of all time. Yeah. It is one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. I think sure. so too. When I saw that on your list of the. Did you put that on your list? Some list, I think you wrote about that album. Yeah, I did. I did. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I agree. Because I think I wrote about Nevermind. Oh, yeah. Which it's yeah. like, I, when I was growing up, because I was obsessed with Nirvana. Oh, yeah. I, think, I still am. Yeah. I mean, how could you not be? <laughs> but I was definitely for a while, I was like, Bleach, that's the shit. You know, Bleach, mm-hmm. the original album is so good. And now it's like, I can see every single album for what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's still, every single album is better than any other album that anyone it's else true. put out. That's <laughs> how I feel about Elliot Smith too. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about Elliot Smith. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to tell people, I'm like, the reason I listened to only Elliot Smith and like, for years and Nirvana. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all I would listen to. Show me something better. Yeah, you can't. show me. You can't. No. You can't show me anything better oh, than the this. the Beatles? No. Yeah. <laughs> Austin loves the Beatles. I, I have nothing against the Beatles. Yeah. It's just that I don't enjoy listening to them. No, yeah. No, same. I, I'm like, oh, I like the stuff that's inspired by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Sure, like, yeah. like Elliot Nirvana Smith and Nirvana. And Elliot yeah. Smith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we're inspired by them and yeah. keep the cycle going. Yeah. yeah God, bleach, hopefully so one day I can be, one day I can hope to be as good as Kurt Cobain or Elliot Smith. Like, holy yeah. shit. I don't, I don't think so, but. Speaking of what you asked me before, you asked me about my process and like if I, yes. and that just the idea of, of getting better. There was a night where when I had just started the band and there was definitely a lot of, uh, I don't remember what the term is, but just like feeling, oh, imposter syndrome. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of imposter syndrome, but not sure how to, how to deal with it. And I watched a, a montage of heck. Oh, okay. nice. Really that's, good. It's a great documentary great documentary and it i swear to god it changed my life because when i was growing up first of all i'm a little bit old so it's not like i was out like googling and knew everything about kurt cobain you know what i mean i just had the music so in the image and so in my mind when i was a kid i was like oh like he's like this slacker guy like he didn't really try that hard kind of feel but when you watch that documentary and you see like the letter that he wrote to their old drummer, he oh, was like, listen, yeah. we need to be practicing yeah. every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And like, none of this is good enough. And I was like, oh, all the musicians who I look up to and love, including Kurt Cobain, worked really fucking hard to get yep. good. And, yeah, they did. You know, Nick Drake, another oh, inspiration yeah. to me where mm-hmm. he 
played every day and never felt like he was good enough. Yeah. It's just shit like that when I when I'm like kind of almost like brought down to reality. Like these people weren't magicians. I mean, they were in a way, but they also worked extremely hard to get the the product that they wanted. They did. Yeah. If you, if you ever read about. <laughs> Not that I look up to him, but Billy Corgan making, I love Smashing Pumpkins, sorry. <laughs> All the comments are, fuck, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love, I grew up loving Smashing Pumpkins and Foo Fighters, yeah. but if you look at their processes when they made their album and like Billy Corgan went back and like re-recorded all the drums without their drummer knowing because wow. he wasn't happy with how I they thought sounded. That was Dave Grohl with uh, Oh, maybe it was. I think it was Dave Grohl with Nirvana. No, uh, Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins. I don't think a, that happened yeah. with Nirvana. Th- yeah. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to look that up though because I yeah. feel like it might have been uh, no, Siamese no. Dream that he was really obsessive about and hated how a lot of the stuff sounded and like mm. went and re-recorded without telling his bandmates. It's some, something like that, but yeah. the, okay. the yeah. main point yeah. is just uh, me kind of coming to this understanding that these geniuses weren't just made. They also had like, uh, uh, just that you have to push yourself, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know how to put it, but watching Montage of Heck, when I realized yeah. that he was fucking working hard as fuck and like he was lucky enough, of course, to like have his girlfriend let him live with him where he could just write every day and <laughs> yeah. he was just making sure yeah. that they practiced every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had We had like years where we were doing like eight hour practices and shit like that, which we don't do anymore. But we had like a stretch where I was like, I want us to get better. I want us to get tighter. I want it to sound like whatever, whatever. So we have to play more and practice a lot more. Well, as a, as a band, you're, you're whittling away at like the best version of yourself almost. You know, that's the thing about it. It's like, you're not, you're still trying to be you at the end of the day, but it's that process of like taking whatever it is that makes you special and makes you interesting and turning just like, it up to 11. Yeah. Turning it up to 11 mm-hmm. just, you know, putting in the work to refine that. And that's what people miss, even with stuff that like kind of looks rough around the edges. Like, I think it's easy to dismiss like a Nirvana or something like that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just like, you know, like loud thrashy music. And it's like, okay, you try to replicate it. You try to cover it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, there's yeah. a little more to it than that. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot going on there. Oh yeah. yeah. You can say that about a lot of yeah. bands. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something too where you, and when you're on the outside, the further you get, the, yeah. the less you see that. And sometimes people don't want to see that, which is fine. Sure. I mean, that's the difference between the image and the reality of it. Yeah. Because in some ways, I mean, yeah, it's like it, you can't, there is like an extreme where you can ruin it for yourself as a band. Like if you really saw, like, I'm sure like some of the arguments that went down, like behind the scenes and like mm-hmm. the egos flying and tension and stuff like that, yeah. you'd be like, damn, these guys were fucked up <laughs> right. you know, or something. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, whereas like that middle ground, you know, because it is, it is too easy to go far like off the other end and then you're like, you're pushing yourself way too hard and everybody's just like pissed and you're not having fun right. anymore and that's mm-hmm. like, what's There's the whole point of this? Yeah, I yeah. might as well, like if I'm not going to have fun, I might as well get a job that actually like pays, but yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah, band dynamics and, and developing yourself is interesting in that way. It's like trying to become like the best version of yourself and pushing as much as possible, but also not forgetting to have fun and oh, yeah. totally. why you started doing this mm-hmm. and like all the reasons for that because it's supposed to be fun out here mm-hmm. no definitely yeah that's why I, I feel so and you probably feel the same way but that i feel so lucky to have the bandmates that i do have yeah mm-hmm. because i me personally i'm not <laughs> let me just list off all my vices i'm not <laughs> a trusting person at all yeah. very hard to make friends <laughs> yeah. i have like a million walls up and i i just it's really hard for me to feel like I feel comfortable around someone. Yeah. So like when I when I really got to know these guys, 
you know, even Mike, I've known him for years and been close with him for years. Mike, Austin and Ben, it's like, it's like they're your family. Yeah. And so when you're, when you're doing all this shit, it's like, that part is so important because if you have a bandmate, which I think we've all been there, <laughs> where it's not, it's just not working or yeah. maybe they don't, you don't, maybe sometimes you're not seeing what they see, they're not seeing what mm-hmm. you see and then, and then you're clashing and that, that can be the hardest thing of all. Yeah, because yeah, you can't totally. teach that. Is the thing like there's no like well, you if, can't force it. Yeah, yeah. you can't force. Well, it you either. can. I mean, we've all yeah. had to. You know. <laughs> yeah. You can God. sort of force it, but it's not really sort of. Like, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a fine line with that. It's like, have you ever? Were you guys ever in school band? Yes. Uh-huh. You yeah. remember how it's just yeah. like, if only the fucking trumpets would practice. <laughs> if they would practice, we'd be good. If the drummers could play, we'd be good. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like it's like you get like thirty people together trying to play yeah. this piece, and you're all yeah. depending on each other, and that shit can get yeah wild. And with school, it's I, I would almost argue that it's easier with school because you're all getting graded. You don't have a choice. Like everybody has to be there. Right. You know, you're like, not writing anything. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> so do, you do that in a band where like nobody like has to be around like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody, especially as you're older, everybody's adults, you know, you got other stuff to do. It's like, yeah, it's walking that fine line of bringing any organization together where it's like, how do we keep everybody like motivated enough to be in this and push, yeah. but also just not make it so that we're all like miserable all day. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, totally. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm backseat <laughs> recording you. It's okay. Because no, I'm not looking at it. I'm like, it. it's not moving. Uh, I'm, okay. <laughs> I respect it. I handle the engineering. So and the paranoid about <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. I am too. Okay, good. For you good should reason. be because, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely had times like, oh, whoops, didn't hit record. Sitting Got here the perfect all, take. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody sitting here is all very DIY recording. <laughs> yeah. You know? True. Yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. all of us sitting here, I'm pretty sure, yeah, we've all like, played that garage band game or whatever mm-hmm. i don't even know what software y'all use not that it matters but garage, it's like, I use garage band. <laughs> yeah. talk shop garage here band. for like a minute yeah garage van garage van <laughs> that's pretty much it we're recording a ep this summer or i am yeah and it's on my garage band nice if you heard we put out a song uh acoustic uh mary bell yes mm-hmm. that's yeah. gonna be on it so now i'm yeah i'm trying to record the other songs but yeah it's fun. I love recording at home because yeah. you can control everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I'm a control freak. Just, just <laughs> yeah. like a little bit. You know, when you can hear it and you can dial in the EQ and you can get that perfect. Yeah. You I really love recording. can be a control freak with that. And that's what's the beauty of it. Like, I, you know, because I know the reason that we got into it or that I got into it. And this was like 15 years ago now. But like growing up in Miami, you know, it's just like every studio is like 60 bucks an hour or whatever, uh, yeah. you know. And that's for like the person that doesn't even really care about your music. It's like they're just kind of throwing you in there to kill time in between their serious projects or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So everything you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That was the most beautiful simultaneous <laughs> that I've ever heard in my mm-hmm. life. You know? Harmonies. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. So like, you know, I guess, you know, if people ever wonder like why we, you know, DIY record and stuff like that, up, that's why, you know, you have to just have this vision in your head and it's like, nobody believes in it or hears it, you know, the way that you do, you know? Yeah. And like, right. For, for yeah. me too, it was like, cause I was like 16 or something. I got my first Apple and I was like, Oh, it comes with yeah. this little thing called GarageBand. Let me <laughs> dabble in this. Cause none of my shit was good, you know, quote unquote good enough yeah. to yeah. fucking like go to a studio. But it's yeah. how I learned. I did a lot of learning through just recording myself and 
another thing I recommend to people who are just starting out, if you're trying to get comfortable, like finding your sound is to just set something up like we have right now. So you can yeah. hear yourself in headphones and just play through GarageBand or whatever. You can record it too, but just hearing it, you know what I mean? Like being recorded. What yeah. was that like that for the both of you all the first time that you ever had like a really good mic or something or, you know, or just any mic and you're hearing mm. yourself for the first time. It's weird. It was, <laughs> yeah. a, it, was a, it was, it was good, but like weird. I, I was, yeah. I felt freed free though. Cause I could just do whatever I wanted. Yeah. 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 I know for me, it was like a 10 year struggle of just hearing myself under the microscope for the first time. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. though growing up, you know, I'm just like a kid playing drums in garages mm -hmm. and just having the time of my life playing however. And then the first time I hear myself back, you know, with microphones and everything is like, wow, I sound like shit. <laughs> oh yeah. But I felt great when I was doing that, Yeah. but I still free. sounded terrible. Where's the middle ground? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember... I, I was telling someone the story recently, so oh, I was I was like on live, so it doesn't matter. I didn't save it. Yeah. Uh, when I when I made my first song, like recorded my first song, it was just at my guitar teacher's house, but I, I shared it with some friends, and I, I was like sixteen, and I remember I I was not a singer. I didn't care about singing. I you know was a big Elliott Smith fan, so I just kind of did like the whispery kind of singing, and I remember my friend the first thing that he said when he heard it, he was like, oh, you're not a very good singer. And I was like, I wasn't offended though. Cause I was like, you're right. I'm not, but yeah. that's not why I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. Like I needed to write this song. So it was kind of, like, mm -hmm. but yeah, my, my first experience with recording myself was just kind of like, all of that was just the process of finding my sound, you know? Yeah. 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 I agree. I guess, you know, I, I want to ask you about that a little bit, though, because, Sarah, like, I know you've started to do, like, more, you know, you're looking to go into band management a little bit and things like that. How did you, you know, know that? Because I follow you on Twitter. Oh, God, I say too much <laughs> shit on Twitter. Jesus. Sorry. I'm so paranoid. I'm like, did I say that one time? Or, like, yeah. I say whatever. I, it out there. One of these days, I'm not joking. I'm going to just delete at Twitter. No, not if, no offense. Not because of no, what you no, said. No, no worries, but it's more yeah. just like sometimes you have thoughts and you put them out there and you forget that everyone in the fucking world can see it. Mm. Yeah, I want to be a band manager. But, but you still want to like put it out there a little bit like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, like, you, like, you I want to talk. Like it, yeah. yeah. You need to feel like it's out there in yeah. some kind of way. Yeah, Twitter's a little weird like that. But, but yeah, no, I, I'm very yeah. interested in. Um, Managing bands. I work at a uh, music school right now. Okay. Part-time. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I was doing those classes I was talking about. And then yeah. I'm going to be doing like a, like a summer camp with teens who are starting rock bands, you know? Oh, okay. nice. Just like, yeah, like yeah. coaching and advising. That's so cool. It's so, it's going to be so fun. That's like my dream job. I, I Yeah. So I, I do want to be a band manager because I... I learned, you know, on the fly, a bunch of shit. Yeah. That's hard to like boil it all down really. A lot of it is 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 um busy work in a little way, yeah. a little bit, but yeah. it's stuff I really love. Like I have so many spreadsheets of just hundreds of places, you know, blogs and yeah. and just resources I found over the years and stuff like that. I love like yeah. th th that stuff and and I love writing emails and all the really boring stuff. All the stuff <laughs> that you've had to do for your own band though mm -hmm. and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. DIY all day. Yeah. Right, which is different from from like promoting yourself. I don't and that stuff is Oh yeah, that's harder. <laughs> that that stuff's a little bit more like promoting stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
but but the but the communicating and the getting getting you know getting in contact with like putting together our first tour is like so fun i love mm-hmm. it like contacting people and finding bands and networking but in like a genuine way you know and oh that's the shit i fucking live for yeah love that yeah but yeah, I want to man. So if you're out there, I, I actually have to get back to someone who emailed me their their one sheet. Okay. And I had notes, but oh, I haven't been able to to get back to them. But there's a couple people now who I've just kind of nice. give, given them notes on on stuff like that because uh, yeah, it's useful. I mean, you know, it, it's sometimes the difference between someone looking clicking on your link or not is just if they like how you've pe- presented your shit. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, so true. If you need help, I mean, hit me up, but I'm also just terrible at getting back to people. So, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I, get, I am too. I get overwhelmed and busy and tired. Yeah, and, I get really yeah. overwhelmed yeah. with messages. Yeah. yeah. All the time. But, but for real, I do, I do care because I think a lot of the shit I learned, no one's going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's kind of weird to try and tell somebody that too because I feel like it's always changing. Oh, it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like TikTok. I haven't started a oh, TikTok God. yet. I know. I'm sorry to even say that word, but, but but the way things change, I'm like, that seems like a pretty decent, like marketing tool, but I just can't yeah, get myself to start one. Mm-hmm. Nicole, I wanted to ask you about that. Cause I remember you mentioned to me like months ago, you know, you're going to try and do more TikTok yeah. videos. I just, I was like, I, I, w- I want to hire just like a cute white boy to just, <laughs> 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 to just do it oh. for me and just Same. make my band big. You know, my, my friend on there, he he got like TikTok famous because he looks like Kurt Cobain. Okay, and yeah, and people just really like flock to his band. Now he has like sixty thousand listeners on Spotify what? and shit. It's it's wild. He 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 blew up. Whoa, See, yeah. But at this on the same side of that, I, that would fucking terrify me. Yeah, it is kind of scary. If I woke up and we had sixty thousand or whatever, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, "Can I go back to bed?" Like, <laughs> right? This is scary. It's a lot, but but at the same time, like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, cool. that's the, like the weird thing for me about TikTok is I feel like I'm just not attracted to that medium personally. Yeah, yeah, I'm not English. either. I don't yeah. want to make videos. I don't want it's, anyone to see me. Yeah. I don't so, want to watch yeah. the videos. I don't want to yeah. watch. The teenage sexuality. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, me out That's too, fucking yeah. weird yeah, as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not judging yeah. anyone. But if you're on TikTok, you're probably going to end up seeing something that should be fucking illegal, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucked yeah. up. But I don't want to get too much into that. There are some really funny like videos, that. though. Yeah. I, I know. It's, there are some really good ones. If you just like, I bet, I bet if you like were able to just be like, okay, just cats or like whatever, yeah, yeah. not like the mm-hmm. weird dancing. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this is all like this is interesting to me because I feel like we almost have a mutual consensus here of like, yeah, TikTok is like really weird to us, and then we're all people that like do a lot of long form stuff in terms of you know music and like, mm-hmm. wow, we write like entire songs mm-hmm. and perform them, not mm-hmm. just like sixty second clips or whatever, or yeah. something like that. It's like, yeah. All I can say is I would fucking hate to be a teenager between like, I don't know, five years ago and now or like into the future. I would have fucking hated that shit because there was already like back in the early 2000s, some, you know, pressure, of course, to be perfect. But now it just seems like, is that what you're supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. I mean, I worked with teenagers for a long time, high schoolers, and and you could almost see the difference of like this pressure of having to be 
perfect. I don't know. That shit would have fucking fucked with me, dude. Young women, especially. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Oh, really, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. makes me really sad. Makes me sad. Yeah. So it's a weird medium because it's like, oh, yeah, it has all this potential, you know, TikTok for musicians. Like, oh, there's all this potential to mm-hmm. get your music mm-hmm. out there. And mm-hmm. then it's like, am I really contributing to an ecosystem that I want to be a part of or that I feel should be proliferated? Dude, that's all social <laughs> yeah. media. I, I know we're on a podcast yeah. right now, yeah. but still, <laughs> yeah. I, I do look forward to in the I always am talking. I'm so much a, a big talker, but I swear yeah, to God, yeah. I'm hoping in the next maybe year to get off social media. Yeah. That yeah, would be same. my dream. I would I, love yeah. to. And, and I know it's like, you know, part of like the before times, it's like for us, Instagram was a big like networking tool. And yeah. Like, and now it's like, I just dislike it so much. There is so much that's good, like keeping up with friends mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, looking at people's cats and talking to your friends. But like, if I could just go back to that, just like chat, I mean, maybe I'm just old, dude. But like, yeah. you know, when I was growing up, it was like messaging. My that's about it. Well, a little bit, but I'm talking like AIM, like AOL. Yeah, AIM was you know? great. Oh, you're yeah. gonna, I was going to say, we're going to take or it back MSN, to that era, right? uh, Or yeah. MS, whatever AM. it was. What was it? MSN? Messenger? MSN, I don't MSN, Hotmail, something. Outlook, Yahoo. Just, just like, <laughs> I, I like talking on the phone. Oh my God, I'm so oh, fucking yeah, old, you right. guys. Yeah. I'm so old, but I'm just like. you still have your friends' numbers memorized from back then? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess, I guess my point is like, yeah. there it's such a hard thing to reconcile social media and being a musician and artist Mm -hmm. because there's so many layers to it. And there's so much of like, almost like projecting, like I see other people doing what I do and I'm like, do I come across that way? You know? Or then I'm like, I have to promote myself. Here I am. Look at my fucking face. Look at my selfie. I'm so (sighs) fucking vain. Listen to my music. (laughs) But then it's like, but that's how you get people to look at your fucking show poster. Ah, oh, but that you know that sucks, was kind of one of my dreams when I started this podcast. Take I was a bunch just of like, selfies. No, no, okay. it was more just like if I could take the selfies in the name of like not having to have other bands go through that or having to put them through that. Like I'm happy to take one for the team in that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. I no, honestly, people like you and people like yeah. dance tunes, people like den tapes, people dance tunes. Shout the, out the people, and den tapes. Yeah. yeah. The, the groups and the people who have done and continue to do the fucking like getting the names out, getting the word out, listen to these yeah. musicians, like that's the real shit. That's better than any social media, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to ever be willing to just go, go along with whatever I think I have to do. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. I'd love to be able to choose and just be like, you know what? I'll never be on social media again, but I could still be an artist. Yeah. I still make music, yeah. but I don't, right now, I can't. It's still kind of in, in between a little bit. Yeah. I don't, also, I, also, I just don't want to be a TikTok band. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, be even your friend, TikTok like, famous. I, I, I noticed when I've heard about your friend a couple times, it's mm-hmm. never like, oh, my friend. Here's their music, but it's more like yeah, my, friend my friend got big TikTok. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's all. That's all. That's all they have now. Yeah, yeah. It's a TikTok band. It'll be something else later too. Yeah, in a couple exactly. Years. VR a- bands. Oh God, shit! Can you, no. can you believe? Can you fucking believe? I can't believe this, dude. That they went back and like made songs from dead people. Can what? I just? Did you hear about this? Oh, no. Did you hear about this? 
I feel Sorry. like I know where you're going, but you go ahead. Yeah, it is some yeah, sort yeah. of program that people made. I, I don't know all the details because sure. I'm pretty sure I just saw the headline, didn't read it, which whatever. Yeah. Um, but it was like programmers developed these algorithms to make songs written by Kurt Cobain yeah. and Amy Winehouse. Yeah. So dumb. Which yeah. is not only dumb, but fucking offensive. Yeah, it Don't is. you ever yeah. fucking touch my shit when I'm dead. <laughs> no. Don't make art <laughs> in my fucked. name when That's I'm fucking so dead. Yeah. yeah, that is so gross. That is gross. But, ugh, and it's like, you know, even just having like the, the projections, you know, of the artist performing, stuff like uh, that is, is yeah. like, uh. did they consent to that? No, because they're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think some of them said, please don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Prince said, don't do that. And then and then someone did mm. projected him playing. And it's like offensive, but it's also freaky. It's like, we're all going to be replaced by robots. I'm not conspiracy theorist, <laughs> okay? But doesn't it sometimes feel that way? Yeah, well, it actually, does. Actually, no. Really it, does. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but from a capitalist perspective, it actually makes perfect oh, sense. Yeah, it does. Because you know, yeah. those robots can't think or, yeah. or yeah. say they no. They have feelings. Yeah. yeah. They're not feelings. They're not going to like be <laughs> have late. You, have you yeah, they're not going to be late. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be late. They don't have to pay them. And they don't have um, to pay them either. <laughs> or feed them. They don't need sleep. They don't need breaks. They don't need time off. They right. don't have to no. raise families or anything yeah. like that. So... Yeah, all the things that like make human life worth mm-hmm. living, but uh, yeah. I mean, the dystopian future line. is now. It's already here. Yeah, yeah. it's here. It's it already is. been here. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very I think, scary. I think for me, it's not so much like, I, I'm not so much offended by the idea that that exists. It's more just like that people would consume that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, like yeah. engineers can invent whatever, you know, all sorts of things, you know, and it's like, oh, there's a novelty or something like that. But the idea that like people would actually go out and be like, oh yeah, I want to see like a dead hologram on stage for like 60 minutes and I'll pay like a hundred dollars for that or something. Like that. I'm like, what? Like, well, you know how people talk about industry plants? Yeah. And that kind of idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when I, there, there are definitely artists who I see, I'm going to try not to name them because sure. I hate, I hate shit talking people, but yeah. I do it all the time. That's why I have that lyric. I'm a shit talking bitch. Yeah. But uh, there are certain artists who, when I see them, I'm like, oh, your product. Like you are a manufactured mm-hmm. fucking yeah. Disney product for people to consume. And they do. You have millions of yeah. listeners and followers and yep. everything that yeah. you do has been decided by money and other people yeah. mm-hmm. and there's a certain artist who i would never say on here because if i did people would get mad and then and her, her fans would come and attack me but yeah, there's yeah. A, a little particular artist who i've always <laughs> felt that way about and people you know maybe it's a little like um out <laughs> there, there's so much to it but it's just like when i when i see something like that that feels like manufactured for me to consume yeah and then you see those faces on the amazon boxes you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. you are you are literally a product but it's also working mm. is that what i'm supposed yeah. to aspire to be yeah you know, right? it's fucking weird, it's weird. Dude. it is weird i don't want to be like that no you don't but you also want to you know make a, a living I want, yeah and, i want and, a living yeah it's music, odd but. yeah can we find a middle ground here possibly <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah. I don't know if we can. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we can or not. <laughs> but we can still have a lot of fun doing what we do. Oh, in the yeah. Meantime, mm-hmm. though, regardless. Like, I'm like, I think I was just going to say, like, I've kind of come to terms with, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes into, like, am I going to make it? Because I, first yeah. of all, think when you're not male, you're already, like, behind Mm-hmm. I don't know if if you oh, feel yeah. similarly, but I know when I started, it was like, well, uh, we'll just see how this goes. And then I think as you progress, there are all these decisions you have to make. And I think, 
I'm like towing this line almost of like all these decisions that I'm making. I, I, I know where I don't want to get to, or I know where I don't want to be or how I don't want to be perceived. Yeah. And so I'm fine just being DIY, you know, for the rest of my life, which first of all, I don't even know what DIY technically means. People might not even consider me DIY anymore yeah. since we're on a label, but yeah. uh, I still consider it DIY, but I, 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 I want to just do that forever because my end goal is, is still to be like 80 and making music. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and I just want to make sure I don't go down a path where I'm going to not feel good about how I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with just not making money. I don't know. I, yeah. It's hard honestly, to say it that way, but yeah, I get that. Well, so yeah. Sometimes, you know, there's that saying if success is getting everything you want, happiness is actually wanting everything that you get. Ooh. And, you know, when it comes to making music, that's the thing. Like you can have this idea in your head and not achieve that for whatever reason. That makes you like not a success. It makes you a failure. But if you're happy doing what you're doing. Yeah. And you get to wake up every day and Mm -hmm. make the music you want to make the way you want to make it with people you enjoy making it with. Right. For people that actually want to listen to it. Right. And embrace that for what it is, not for what they want it to be. I mean. Which okay, that, that's yeah. why I love that. Yeah. I think your first EP is called Sellout. I, just, <laughs> I love that because I was like, you know what? We all are kind of sellouts from the second that you totally. put something out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in a way, yeah. like anyone yeah. could say that. And mm-hmm. it's like, I love that you did that right away because you're kind of like, <laughs> you know, kind of embracing it. Like you can't call me a sellout. Yeah. No, I already yeah. call myself a sellout. Yeah. It's hard to, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you have people kind of giving you a side eye from the beginning. Just yeah. like if you get a good yeah. show, it's like, oh, oh yeah, you know. And, and if, I mean, we're I'm talking like from when you first start. When you first step on a stage, someone's gonna be judging you or saying shit at you. Especially mm-hmm. Seattle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see my Did you see my tweet about the capo? No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. One. Did you see that one? No. Okay. I tweeted because I love capos. I I tweeted about how I'll just passionately defend capos for the rest of my life because to me, it doesn't make any sense to transpose a song every time you need to, just because you can, when honestly you have a fucking capo, so you can Mm -hmm. just move it up, move it down, especially, especially if you're a singer. Cause sometimes if you're sick, you're like, let's just move it half step down. You have a capo, like sure. I could play any song in any tuning. I know that. But anyways, one time I was at a open mic. (laughs) This was like probably like seven years ago at Connor Byrne. And I was going to play, you know, acoustic. I had my capo. And this guy was standing outside. Of course, it was a guy. And he said, oh, I see you're using a cheater stick. <laughs> oh, and, wow. You know, at the time, every time, every time something like this happens, which shit like this happens all the fucking time, yeah. by the way, mm-hmm. uh, I think later about what I could or wouldn't have maybe said. But in the moment, you're kind of frozen. Like, yeah. did you? Oh, that is what you just... I don't know what to say, you yeah, know, you and you're you just like, oh, ha ha. You don't yeah. have a canned yeah. response ready for it because you no, heard it No, it's always just, oh, yeah. ha ha. Yeah. I mean, whenever people say Dismissive, the yeah. craziest fucking shit to me, yeah. I'm just, just like, oh, ha ha ha. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not to mention like a couple of weeks ago, I went to buy a capo at yeah. a music shop and the guy at the counter, I just went and picked out what I wanted and went to the counter and the guy was like, oh, what kind of guitar do you play? Yeah. And I was like, Why? And he was like, I just don't, I think you don't, I, I just think you don't want that capo. Let me show you what we have. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I want this capo. Okay. And he was like, oh, no, no, I'm sure you play guitar. I'm sure you know. I just want to show it. And I was like, never mind. And just left. Because yeah. it's like, shit like that happens all the time. But going back to that guy at the open mic, um, 
the fact that someone would judge you for playing with a capo yeah it's like from square one you're already fucked yeah you know what i mean like yeah. oh i guess i can't do anything right so i was i, I always felt like i mean i'm not a guitarist myself so i can't really speak on this and i mean i'm also not a woman either but i always feel like that capo shit was a sexist thing like with women guitar players and stuff like that well here's what like here's the thing that. is here's the thing is here's yeah. what the thing is people think that people are going to like you better because of how you look yeah or because you're a woman mm-hmm. or because you're feminine yeah or whatever so the fact that I'm using a capo, which by the way, I know what I'm fucking doing because I've been playing guitar since I was 12. You know what yeah. I mean? The fact that I would be comfortable enough with myself to use a tool instead of playing in the way that he thinks, it's just this toxic masculinity shit. Yeah. Where it's like, there yeah. is not just one way to fucking play guitar. No. Yeah. Just because you think that you're doing it the hardest way possible, yeah. they think everything's going to be easier for us. So mm-hmm. it, so it's like, oh, you're, you're using a cheater stick. Yeah. And it's like, first, oh, sorry, I got to go on a side note because what you brought up reminded me. Do it. Yeah. Check this shit out, you guys. Check this out. <laughs> sorry about all my ranting. I was at practice <laughs> like last week and there was this dude, of course standing outside the spaces and all of my bandmates were all standing in line. And if this dude's listening, I don't know who he was. I'm sorry. I'm just going to make fun of you for a second. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But he went down the line. So I was last and asked, Oh, what do you, what do you guys do? Like, what do you play in the band? And so I was last. I said, I play guitar. And then he asked, well, who's the lead singer? And I said, Oh, I am. And his response was, Oh, it takes a lot of skill to do that. To sing and play guitar. Whoa. Okay. Would you fucking say that to someone who didn't look like me? No. Would you? Because no. I know about 50, 60, 70 fucking guys in there right now who can play guitar and sing. It's mm-hmm. not a fucking miracle that I can play guitar and sing at the yeah. same yeah, time. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those moments where you're like, oh, haha, yeah, I guess I can play guitar and sing. Like, ooh. <laughs> but just like the whole like, Oh, good for you. Yeah. And it's like you you can't make the shit up because it happens all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's just like I'm not offended cuz you know people will be like, "Oh, just don't listen to him. Who cares what he says?" And it's like, "No, the fact that he said it is what yeah. the issue is. It's not exactly. how I feel. I don't care." Mm-hmm. You know, but it's the fact that he thinks that way still. Yeah. Like about a a person playing and singing who happens to not look like a dude. Yeah. It's just like funny. It's it's funny to me. But anyway, I like I'm not even mad about it and I wasn't at the time, but I just it was more like oh, by the way, I, like 5 minutes after that he started talking about boobs. So I just had to turn away. But yeah, trust me. Jesus. It's like it's it's the 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 perception that, you know, there are like certain people who can and should be doing what we're doing yeah. and they don't look or act or think or whatever like us. It's kind of like, it still feels a little weird every now and then that people would, would act that way or react that way. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm a different fucking species when I'm around a guy. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what's wrong? I even Sorry. looked at what I was wearing that day because I was like, do I look? No, no, I was just wearing a fucking shirt and pants. Which wouldn't it's, make it's a difference. But yeah. Yeah. It really is. You don't really feel treated like a, a peer. Yeah. So much as a, you know, 
but you should be treated <laughs> like a novelty care, like thing. you were saying yeah, novelties was, yeah yeah like novelties and that's kind of fucked well i mean it's fucked up yeah it's fucked up yeah yeah it's like no more thoughts i don't know i, I was just gonna say it's like Nope, no thoughts. Sorry, you'll have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's what makes it such a challenging thing. Yeah, I think because when we're all out here doing this and we're all on stage and we're putting 150% into whatever we're doing on that stage, you know, all you ask for is to be looked on the same way that anybody else who's doing that is. Yeah. Regardless of your appearance or anything else yeah regardless yeah. right of your you know, going on with that anything your gender expression yeah your, yeah, yeah anything right yeah and it, it's it's like i almost want to say sometimes i forget but i still think about it like when i get dressed for shows i'm like all right i remember one time when someone made a comment that i was showing too much leg or whatever you know in the audience and it's like you know, guys don't have to think about that shit yeah so, they don't no <laughs> They could they could all take all their clothes off. Oh yeah, guarantee you, <laughs> guarantee you, because no one's gonna say a fucking no, word. No, they won't. They won't say anything. <laughs> but if I did, like, oh, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking with you. But yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a little weird sometimes to to remember that people will still kind of look at you, you know, in a different light. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way still? I do. Yeah, I still do feel that way. It is weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I don't even know if anything will change, but I wish it would. It feels like there's a long history in this city, you know, that I'm some of which I was around for, but I only moved here three years ago. So some of which is kind of like it Mm -hmm. as I do this. And as I talk to more people, you know, I'm starting to learn more about this stuff and, and, you know, kind of what happened way back when all the sort of, you know, politics, I think that's transpired up until this and, try and understand, you know, what went into this. But I guess, you know, for me, part of why I do this is just to talk about this stuff and to get it out there, bring it out into the open. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I look at this stuff, I mean, you know, I know I'm just not trying to get like ally points here or something like that. But, it's, you know, I look at this stuff and it's just like, if I see somebody on stage and they're putting their heart and their soul into what they're doing, you know, and they're giving 150%. I mean, that's the world that I came from was open mic nights and everything like that. You know, if somebody's up there and they're just doing the damn thing, you know, like, shouldn't matter who they are. That's what should matter. Yeah. If they're mm-hmm. on stage and doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was going to say this at the show, but I'll say it now, too. I think yeah. I you're talking about like not obviously not wanting to get points for what you're doing. But I do think yeah. for Spirit Award to ask our bands to play yeah. is fucking cool. It is really cool. And I, I think when when I think about having the ability to like play music and be on stage you were talking about feeling free and i think that's like the ultimate freedom is to be able to express yourself and have the invitation to openly express yourself to a captive audience where you have the mic and they don't Mm -hmm. and you're doing your art and they're participating in and and watching your art i just think that's really cool and and so so too i'm I, I think he made a, a good choice. I, <laughs> I think so fans. too. I agree. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. And I didn't know. My just, own man, yeah. but still, no, I'm just like, hell yeah, because yeah, that's cool. No. And I will say too, I mean, not, uh, not to get into like off the record stuff, but I've, I have had conversations like that with Dan from spirit award and, and about, 
you know, the show and stuff like that. And I, I basically like on my end, I told him the same thing when I was talking to that, I was like spirit award, Antonioni black ends. Like, I think you made the right move, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm stoked for the show it's on Thursday night. I'm stoked too. I'm going to be out there. <sighs> be I great. can't wait to see y'all live. I, I can't believe it's happening. I, I still, I still almost don't believe mm-hmm. I'm still like, I have a lot of anxiety, especially mm. these last couple of years, but mm. I still am like, they're going to call it off. They're going to yeah. require everyone wear masks and they're going to limit the number of people, you know, or they're going to whatever. And it's like, like in my last interview, I was telling the dude, I was just like, there's only so much that we can control, you know, which is really hard to, yeah. to come to terms with, but it's, it's hard to believe, but when I'm going to, I'm going to go rehearse, you know, and like do it. And it's, Gonna, it's still going to be nothing like when we actually get on stage. And yeah, part, part, yeah. Part of me was afraid for a while because I uh, deal with panic attacks. I talk mm, about it openly mm, um, mm. because it's been such a big part of my life. But I've never had a panic attack on stage. But part of panic is the fear of panic. And, mm. and I've lately been a little bit afraid that I might have a panic attack on stage. But I'm hoping, I don't think it will happen. I don't think it will. But just the overwhelming thought of being fucking on stage and playing a show mm-hmm. and watching you guys play and being in the audience, you know, Spirit Awards play and just, I, I almost can't even th- process what that's going to be like. Yeah. But I don't think, oh, <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> but I'm a little scared I might. I think when you hit that stage, you know, this is the thing that I know with me in shows and it's like, especially, you know, when, when, we did that show with Blade Palace about four weeks ago. You yeah. know, it's like going into it because there was so much, you know, for us that like yeah. went into that and, you know, the prep and like getting ready to play out in front of people again. I just remember the whole few weeks leading up to that. I was just like, oh, you know, my mind right. goes crazy. I'm still trying to do what the podcast and like this? everything like yeah. that, all the stuff that I'm trying to juggle like with that. And then the minute I get on stage and I finally, and it's just like, I'm free at last. Right. Yeah. Free at last. And I just feel, I remember in that moment just feeling so liberated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When everybody's there, it's just like, you're free. Go and do what you do. Do it. So, Sarah, Nicole, <laughs> thank you so much yeah. for coming on here. Of thank you. Thanks. Sorry I didn't talk too much. Um, no, you were I'm good. Probably, <laughs> probably going to fall asleep yeah. when you drop me back off. <laughs> was, it's been a long couple of days, and the heat's been really bad this, here in This Seattle, chair is really nice. But I wish I had something to offer, like coffee. or Yeah, I, I, I would drink coffee, sure. but like it's so late in the day. Okay, like, you yeah. know, you know yeah. it's funny with the coffee, because I did chuck green tea before I interviewed Dan from Spirit Award a couple oh, yeah. episodes ago. Oh. And if you watch the first five minutes of that interview, I'm just like... You jittery? Ah, yeah. like, Dan has a very chill energy. And it's like, here I am I over here. Just so like, much. <laughs> like, I am not matching his energy <laughs> at all in the first 10 minutes of the stuff. And of course, when I watch it back, I have to like, oh God, you know what? I, okay. No more green tea before a podcast. So. Totally. <laughs> Anyways, thanks y'all again for being on here yeah, today. Yeah, of course. Can't it's been fun. Can't wait to see you I can't wait to play. I can't wait either. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. It's going to be. Sorry, <laughs> I got a lot of blankness too today. Like, yeah, it, it's going to. It's going to be f- fucking awesome as fuck. That's all. It is. Yeah. It I really is. I can't wait. I'll be watching y'all. I'll see you oh, then. Yeah. yeah. Thanks.